Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Bonnie and I can tell you the story of stalking my hot neighbor. Oh, okay. So I have a really hot neighbor. Um, so does Bonnie. Unlike no, hers, Bonnie does though, not have a hot neighbor anymore. I don't anymore. have he a hot neighbor left. anymore. Mine is still here. My hot neighbor moved. So my <laughs> hot neighbor lives in the building next to mine. And back when I lived in a different building, I used to think he hated me because every time I came outside, he would just glare at me and my dog. Yeah, he it's actually, he has a resting bitch face. <laughs> it's not his fault. Yeah. So now I talk to him. Like, we say hi to each other. And I don't talk to him in the way that Vani talks to her neighbors. Well, I actually don't talked have, to your neighbor. I had a regular conversation. She's had probably a bigger conversation <laughs> with him. She is a flirty bitch. Than I ever have. She is. She's a flirty little bitch. Yeah. Not on so just talk to people. We yeah. say hi a lot. <laughs> Uh, So here's the thing. I've lived in this apartment complex for three and a half years now. I've lived in this apartment for a year and a half. I still didn't know his name. (laughs) Because we got to a point where it was like, it's too late now. I I can't can't ask. (laughs) Because part of the problem is I don't remember if we ever exchanged names. So either A, we never did and that's fine and I just don't know it. Or B, he told me his name and And I forgot. forgot. (laughs) So... Vani texts me one night. She's like, "Is this your hot neighbor?" <laughs> so Bonnie sent me a screenshot from OK Cupid. <laughs> That's just, him. She's like, "Look, his okay name Cupid. is Derek." Um, but it gets his better. dating profile was real vague. He had like a whole sentence on there, which is really frustrating. Like, really, what am I sentence. supposed to do with that? So, so then, then Vani and I... I came in with my hidden talent of being able to find out shit on the internet. So we looked up all of his social media. His Facebook and his Twitter are unfortunately like locked down safely. However, the queen of stalking is on the job. And I found some different articles from places that he worked. We won't say like where, where? or anything yeah. like that. But Because yeah. you don't want to share so, that hot neighbor. No, he's my hot neighbor. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm doing this all for her. I was like, I was like stalking him, cyber stalking him, and sending her screenshots of all the stuff. That I, I made sure. I, to be fair, while she was doing that, I did the safe thing and immediately got on CaseNet <laughs> to make yeah. sure he wasn't some kind of a serial <laughs> killer, name. sex offender. Yes, because she's looking up court records. Yes, because we found because we found his social media, we found his last name. So I was like, well, we're gonna immediately put that in CaseNet just in case. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I did have a friend I used to work with who found out through the federal. Because when I worked at the news station, you had access to like those databases. All the I think databases. We about that. And so she had the federal one, and she accidentally dated someone who was wanted in Kentucky for bank robbery. Woof. So always so search that's people. why she got to go to the nice restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> Always do your due diligence. Even if you do get the nice meal. people and look for them on CaseNet. (laughs) Oh, here she is. Here's our girl. Oh, my God. Was that your phone? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen. Hello. Hello. Welcome from Florida. Yes. How's everything in Oklahoma? Doing okay. Hey, my hot neighbor just moved to Florida. So if you see any hot guys who are a little bit on the short side with a dog named Maverick, say hey from Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) So what part of Florida do you live in? I'm on the southwest side. I'm a little north of Fort Myers. 
about a half hour north. Half hour north. Okay. What's the name of the town? I live in Port Charlotte, and I work in Punta Gorda. Alyssa lived in Florida. I lived in the hillbilly part of Florida. I lived in the panhandle. The panhandle, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like 30 minutes away from Alabama panhandle. There's an Air Force base over there, isn't there? There is. Eglin Air Force Base, which Mm -hmm. is where my dad was stationed. (laughs) (laughs) I knew somebody who was stationed there. That's me. I'm 53, and I'm considered young for Florida. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you we, need, <laughs> we need to go there and find our sugar daddy. Yeah, can you hook us up? Um, you wouldn't want them. <laughs> not that bad. Martha, you're married. <laughs> it was the collective us. I'm good, but thank you. Just, yeah. ri- just money. We need somebody. Yeah, with we just money. need a, a patron. That's and like in the olden days, you know, where the women would get a patron. Yeah. We need That's a what patron. we need. Yeah. We need a really rich patron to... To be fair, I did say a couple episodes <laughs> I ago I would trade sexual favors with pretty much anyone to go back to Germany. So... Well, everybody has their prize is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like to be somebody's ward. Yes, oh. that's smart. <laughs> that, that would even be yes. better because then they wouldn't expect anything in return. God damn it, Kathleen, you're so smart. Am I still uh, young enough to be a ward? You are. I am. I'm Alyssa's young enough. still... I'm unmarried un- and under 30. Unlike the rest of us, oh. Ka- Kathleen and I could have gone to high school together. I graduated in 1984. I, I'm an 83 girl myself. We have the same sense of humor. We do. And you're a librarian. Oh, my goodness. Are you a librarian, too? I'm not a librarian. I just play one on TV. I'm, I'm a library technician. I don't have the degree. Yeah. It's like, Obviously. It's like talking to an old friend when we talk to our virtual world tour girls. I've loved every one of them. Even the really yeah. bad ones? <laughs> No we haven't had any bad ones. All of our, our first ones guests. were pretty bad. We haven't had no, bad no, no, ones no, recently. Tour, We've just she been said our tour guests. Super oh, not a, suitable for work lately. Oh my yeah, god! I love it. You'll never guess <laughs> really what badly. happened on Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. The sales one of the sales managers was wearing a mint green shirt. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> every time, I, every time I pass him, I was like, "Minty fresh, <laughs> minty dick." Minty, minty. I actually kind of have a minty green shirt on today. You do? <laughs> oh well, that's no! Because I made these sneakers with lizards on them, <gasps> and I wanted to wear something that kind of went with the color today. At work, so, so you're a crafty girl, and you just did it yourself. I did. I love that. Martha loves cool sneakers. I do. I have a sneaker fetish. You really do. My favorite sneakers that I own are ones that I took Sharpie markers and drew all over (gasps) and then spritzed with um, alcohol, rubbing alcohol, and it kind of bleeds (gasps) and makes this, oh yeah, Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do that now. That's what I did to my converse. Maybe school. I'll make three book girl sneakers. Yeah. Ooh. Except for I can't draw, so that is a problem. You don't have to be able to draw. Well, I, we in order to do stencil? the logo, I'd have to be able to draw. Maybe I could just have the stencil put on and then draw. Um. Jessica's pretty artsy. Yeah. I bet she could do the logo and you know, for you. She would, probably could. And it would fit right in with the news, you guys. What's the news? Sharpie Gate. Trump oh, the way that and he the, put sharpie the sharpie in the, the Florida, in the floor <laughs> on the Florida I'm Alabama map. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'll definitely try that though. Do you have a dog, Kathleen? Buddy. Buddy, Aww. what does Buddy look like? Buddy is 
part dachshund, part Jack Russell, and part pug. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, you have to send us your picture with Buddy so that we can I put will. it on our our website. Yeah. He's, he's a good boy. He picked out his, his best friend is a cat. Yes! Aww. I love yep. cats. And they're best friends. They hang out together all day long. So here's the deal. Um, you can either stay on the line for the whole time, or mm-hmm. you can do your segment and then hang up. It's all up to you. And then the rest will be a surprise. That's right. I have so many people waiting for this. <gasps> Yay! Yay! <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend who lives in Enid, Enid, and she's like, I just told her about you guys, and now she's going to you guys, too. Yay! Yay! A local girl! Hello, Enid! We need more Oklahoma people. One of my best friends down here, Jenny, she's from Oklahoma. What is it about Oklahoma girls that are so fucking awesome? I don't know. I don't know. Of course, I'm not really an Oklahoma We got to rally but... against the weather. Yeah, that's it why it is. It makes us tough. We have to yeah. be strong. Yeah. And Kathleen's in hurricane territory, so she's got to be strong. Yes, I hate being strong. How did Dorian go for you? <laughs> Did you have to run away? We did not. We thought we were going to have to. We prepared the library for the worst. Oh. And it was a brand new library because we just moved into it on the 26th. Of August. Oh. So it was a week after we moved in. I well, would panic. It's probably the safest building because oh. it's hurricane proof. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Irma, we left for. We went to Tennessee for, but like two mm-hmm. years ago, I think it was. But mm-hmm. this one decided to take a whoop and go out to sea. Well, that's yes. that's a good thing. Yes. I stand outside and blow to the east, <laughs> trying to get them to go away. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose that makes as much sense as anything else they do to try to move them out of the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a very good blowjob because it worked. <laughs> It was the mouthwash, wasn't it? (laughs) It had to be. (laughs) This is way more fun than what? Fourth Thursday of the month, book club. Oh, Oh, so it's much. It's much more fun than the book club at work. You guys are way more. (laughs) What what book did you do for your book club? Well, it got canceled this past month because. We were in the middle of moving, uh-huh. but our, our next one, which is next week, is Lilac Girls. Oh, I've read that. Bonnie. And I better get reading. It was good. It oh, was you very can good. do it. it. You got plenty of time. So are you a historical yes. fiction person? I read pretty much anything. I do oh. love historical fiction. I was like, do we have another historical with... fiction lover? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> You're, she's bonding with you right now. Can you feel it? <laughs> yes. Well, the sad thing is I get on a kick and I read it and I read it and I read it. And I'm like, I have to read something else. Well, it's really so then... sad. You have to have a, a palate cleanser in there every once in a while or else you just, I, I don't know. You would bury yourself in the covers and never come out again because you're like, Nazis ruined the world. I can't <laughs> surprise <look laughs> at the sun anymore. <laughs> oh I go on a kick with the juvenile picture books and oh. five or six of those well, in a row. And I mean, you're in the library. That's got to be the <laughs> best, easiest way. I'm- I have a friend at work that I work with and she wants to go down to, I think it's the Ice House and have their potatoes with the cream cheese, sour cream. And she said drizzle, but it came out diddle. Diddle? (laughs) (laughs) With the cream 
cheese diddle on the side. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Drizzle, drizzle, yeah. Yum, yum. Some jizzle. Those things happen all the time. We all love some potato jizz. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that is so wrong. That so wrong. <laughs> That's why I love it, because it's so wrong. But see, that savory, not minty. Oh! I do have to ask. Though. I have to ask. Did yes. You go ahead and listen to the podcast on two times. Oh, I couldn't figure goodness. out how to do it on my phone. Was it hilarious? Vonnie? Uh, yeah. Your laugh? Uh-huh. So happy. Aww. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. It's great at normal speed, <laughs> but on two times. <laughs> Your suggestion totally made my day, though. Kathleen's like, why don't you try listening to, to the podcast on double time, just like you do your books? I have to give a shout out to Kayla, who cracks me up. She loves her Golden Girls. Yes, she really she does. does. Speaking of and which, in honor of Kayla, today is the anniversary of Golden Girls premiering. Is it really? Yes, it How is. How do you know that? Because Kayla posted about it. Oh, I didn't she? see it. I, yes. on I was with family all day. And- Golden Girls are the reason why I moved to Florida. Awesome. Really? I wanted to have a lanai just like theirs. <gasps> oh, They do have so a pretty cool. awesome house. I like their house. I don't. that's okay but you do have the view i do and i have to do a shout out to nicole and wish her good luck we wish her good luck as well i will tell her that you shouted her out because we still work together so So if we ever make it to florida florida as i say florida florida we will come and visit you right but gorda charlotte library probably in the the winter time because i don't want to go down there in the summertime because humidity and me do not get along. Okay, no, we would never it's find... winter doesn't mean yeah. it's not humid. I know, but at least it's not 100 <laughs> degrees and 99% humidity. That's true. That's yeah, true. I would, that I would die. It was today? Yeah, that was today. Uh, I'd be sitting under a fan 92. going, kill me, kill me now. 92 and 90% humidity? The last... It was... But the feels like temperature was 104. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've had some days like that, except for <clears throat> ours aren't... We're usually not quite that humid. My mom used... Been dry for 13 years. <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> hey, there's no, there's no dry noodles around in her. <laughs> oh my God, we're so terrible. Oh, so good. We're just going to put not suitable for work in the tanner side again. <laughs> it's like, suitable for work. It's turning out to be a my husband's in the other room, and he's probably wondering what we're cackling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to hear the pot. Are you going to let him listen? Ask him oh, if he course. wants macaroni and cheese for dinner. What did you just he say? Dinner. Ask him if he wants macaroni and cheese for dinner. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, my God. I'm Connie, sorry. you're a terrible I'm person. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been listening to unappropriate podcasts all week at work because I kept forgetting to download my books and... Yeah, yeah she was podcast that. cheating on us. She was, was listening to all the other awesome podcasts. Out I mean, there. in her defense, with our podcast, she always ones. knows what's going to be on it. Well, I listened, to, I listened to three episodes of ours and two episodes of the other. So, I mean, I mixed it up. That's I, good. That's we good. just had a threesome. It wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't cheating. And there are guys on the other podcast too. It was that? a podcast orgy. Let me tell you. <laughs> 
All right. We we really should transition though. And since you okay. and since you are the virtual world tour guest today, all the way from Florida. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, before we go into your review, do you have any special places that you would like people to look out for when they visit your area? Well, I'm two and a half hours southwest of Disney, which is awesome. Okay. I'm going again in October. Sweet. Uh, But the best place around here to go is Fisherman's Village, which is a whole bunch of little shops and restaurants. You had me at Fisherman. Yeah. (laughs) Vonnie's all about the fishermen. That kind of (laughs) Vonnie, Florida fishermen are very different than Pacific Northwest fishermen. Extremely different. Extremely different. (laughs) They're usually called. Most of them have no teeth. I mean, I could go for a Captain Ron kind of character. You got any of those? Remember that one one movie? (laughs) Yes, I do. You're terrible. Down here, we are famous for our shark's teeth, Ooh, and awesome. um, occasionally you'll find a megalodon tooth. Oh my! The, the really big shark. I have got to come and visit. Days. I have but a fossil. I, I have not freak. found any because I don't get to go to the beach because I live here. Because <laughs> people who live there don't go to the beach. Everybody knows that. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to tell you, if you really want to know about Florida, especially in the fifties. Yeah. You have to read Amy Hill Horse. Collier County Women's Literary Society. Collier County Women's Literary Society? Yes. It is funny, um, but it's got a little history in there. Um, she actually is the author that wrote Having Our Say about the 200 plus year old black sisters. Her husband is local and she lives around here and up north at the same time. She's, She's awesome. Word. She really is. And she's the nicest person. I love anything by Adriana Trigiani. I've read every single book that she's written. What has she written? I, I'm not familiar with her. Oh, The Shoemaker's Wife. You would love that. It's always on my staff picks shelf. Cool. Awesome. Cool. All right. What are you going um, to review today? I am reviewing Delight from Other Stars by Erica Swiler. So wrote The Book of Speculation. I've read the book of speculation. That's why that sounded familiar. Oh, I can't wait to read it. I've read that one, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Didn't I read that one? I read it, and then maybe you read it. So give us the scoop so I can know I will want to read it. Well, funny thing is, it's set in Florida. Oh! Yes! not the reason I read it. It just has been calling out to me from the shelf at work. But it's about an 11-year-old girl named Netta uh, who loves NASA and science, and she wants to be an astronaut. Her father used to work for NASA. His name's Theo, and he lost his job with NASA and is now working on an invention in his lab. He says he's trying to cure his seborrheic arthritis. You know, psoriatic. Sor- yeah, psoriatic. That's the word. Okay, arthritis. But that's not really the reason why he's working on this project. You find out later. I don't oh. want to give too much away. And her mom, her name is Bethleen, and which is a weird name, Bethine. She used to be a scientist, but now she likes to experiment with food and making like molecular food and all kinds of weird stuff. Hmm. And Netta has a best friend named Denny, whose father works, he owns a citrus farm, and he's a bit of an abusive father. Um, And that kind of plays into the whole story. But the book switches back and forth between 1986, when Netta was 11, and several decades into the future where she is actually on a spaceship 
trying to colonize a planet. Oh my God, it sounds like the perfect book. I'm just excited she got to be an astronaut. (laughs) It is so well done. You really have to wait till the very end for the two storylines to mesh. (gasps) I mean, literally the very end. What happens is this invention that her father makes uh, messes with time. (gasps) This is not a spoiler. But it's not until the very end when they are having problems on the spaceship that the connection between 1986 and several decades into the future mesh together and the two timelines make the story. Whoa. This is very Martha Land. It is. Well, I really love the book of speculation. So, yeah. So did I. (laughs) Yeah. It totally sounds exactly like something I would read. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's not normally with something that I'm not really into the sci-fi. I am a little bit, if they're not too technical, mm-hmm. um, but I love the book of speculation, so I had been waiting for this one to come out, and I finally got to read it. Yeah, I, It was better than the book of speculation to me. Really? I'd probably give it four and a half stars. Oh my gosh, I can't wait! Yeah. I'm totally going to read that. I did not put my review on Goodreads on purpose because I knew I was going to do that book here. (laughs) I I do a book blog too. Oh, what's the name of your blog? What is the name of that darn thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's called This Life and it's got like a a parenthesis in the middle where it's bookish, foodie, healthy, crazy, and I have different pages. Oh, cool. Different things. So it, 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 I do a lot of book reviews. Cool. Book reviews. We will look you, in fact, I'm yeah. looking you up I'll, right now. That one book that you were talking about earlier, it's The Shoemaker's Wife by yes. um, um, Adrian Trigiani. Trigiani. Okay. I just mm-hmm. put it on hold. I wanted to make sure it was yeah. the same one. She's she's awesome, too. If you can ever get her to call in to talk to you, Is she? I'll reach out to somebody on Facebook and say, hey. If you're ever in Florida, like to stop and do a program at the library. Oh, oh awesome. that's cool. I love authors. We are going to do some author interviews um, at, the book, at the book festival this mm-hmm. weekend, though. So we're kind of excited about trying that. Yeah. Also, it's a whole announcement. New world. we're going to be at the book festival. Yeah. Oh, hey. And <laughs> we will be at the Oklahoma Book Festival. Surprise! Next weekend. <laughs> it's going to be such fun. I know we're very excited about it. We're very last minute kind of people. We are still trying to put it together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear that. That's how I travel. I have a very developed set of wings on the seat of my pants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how I get through a day at work. Yep. Yeah. You kind of have to, you know, be able to just go with the flow if you're doing, if you're in a library. We would know. Sometimes you start to flow the wrong way and we have to pull you back in. Oh, yeah. I do that. Yeah. I have to tell you, you have to, if you have not seen it, you need to see the movie The Public. <gasps> oh, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. The one with all the homeless people come into the library. It is the best movie ever. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if it's on yeah, Netflix. I'm, I've never even heard Emilio of it. Emilio Estevez. He had a very hard time putting that movie out. But us okay. us book people ought to love it. So the public will definitely recommend that to people, even though we haven't seen it yet. We trust your judgment. Christian Slater's in it. Know, I so haven't watched I. him in so long. He used to be one of my like teenage crushes. But you have to see it. It's really the ending makes the movie. It's the best thing in the whole life. Is world. it gonna make me cry? Cause you know I freaking hate that. 
Well, you know, it won't make you cry. It will make you laugh. Oh. Until you cry. Mm. <laughs> You've lost, Martha. Is it heartwarming? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, it's not heartwarming at oh, all. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll do it then. Yeah. I'm looking for your blog. What did you say um, was called? This Life? I have to look it up because I never go there because I'm always going in the back way. She's a backdoor kind of She's person. She's a backdoor friend. <laughs> I should know better. <sighs> never see her. I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah Bonnie's Bonnie. <laughs> saw Bonnie's face. <laughs> Sorry. You guys are bad. Bad, bad, bad. Well, you knew that already. Can't help it. Yeah, put the links up on the thingy, Mahooper, yeah. so we can... Yeah. Share it. <laughs> so we can share it. <laughs> you never heard that? No. And she and she makes fun of me for making up words. <laughs> well, that's not made I up. It when you it's made up. <laughs> that is a hundred percent made up. That is <laughs> not real. That's a Marthanism right there. That is not <laughs> no. in <Martha-ism>. Webster's dictionary. <laughs> okay. I, I love made up words. <laughs> I do it all the time. I also make up my own lyrics to songs. Ooh. I do that too. Bonnie definitely With does the, that. Especially when I'm I, walking the dog. <laughs> oh, I like, about that. Crazy. Are you done with your review? Do you want to do... T- I am done. Okay, do title and my artist. Book, my book was The Light from Other Stars by Erica Swiler, and I give it four and a half stars. Whoop, whoop, awesome. Whoop, whoop. Awesome. Okay, any last words for all of the uh, book girls out there? Do you you recommend this process to people, you know, to be on the show? Oh, absolutely. There's a ball. I would do it again and again and again. Again and again and again and again and again. again. Maybe we'll call you (laughs) back. She still likes to talk to us even after our filthy, filthy mouths and our filthy minds. Yeah, Bonnie. I'd like to talk to you guys even more now. It's like my friends. Well, we are your friends. We're your book friends. Book friends are the book book friends are the best friends, man. They're even better than food friends and wine friends. I mean, well, you know, we are also we are also food and wine friends. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) yeah, we're we're the best of all all the world. That's exactly right. Okay, we're gonna let you go, Kathleen. All right, you have a good one, and I will listen to you soon. All right, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. 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 She was fun. She was fun. She was fun. We always get the best people, though. I was happy she thought I had a happy laugh. I like that she thought it was extra great when it was on double speed. <laughs> I bet I sound like a freaking chipmunk. I bet you do. <laughs> all right, Vonnie, what do you got, baby? Okay, I have something that's not at all funny. Excellent. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that should not surprise anyone. Um, I've been kind of on a true crime kick. Because, you know, I was downloading some stuff, trying to find, you know, October books. And I read one called Bitter Remains by Diane Fanning. And this is a book about a bitter custody battle where one of them ends up dead. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So. One of what? Wait, one of the, the children parents? or one of the one parents? Of the parents end up, ends uh, up that's dead. That's slightly better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can't remember dude's name. His last name is Hayes. It's okay. We, I never say the names. Laura is the quote unquote wife. I'm going to use her as the wife, even though she finds out later that her ex-husband, when they go to get divorced, never actually signed and um, registered their marriage license. No. So their marriage was never <gasps> actually. Holy crap. They were never actually married well, legally. Did, 
I got to tell you this. This is actually a true story. My husband and I were married for six years and our the name on our marriage certificate was spelled wrong. So I was married to some unknown man <gasps> for six years because they spelled his last name wrong. Oh, no. Crap. And we didn't even notice it oh until God. we went to go to Hawaii and they're like, because I forgot to change my license for like six years. So, for six years? Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. I was still my maiden name for six years. And then I went to change it and they're like, I said, you spelled that wrong. She goes, no, that's how it's spelled on there. And they wouldn't give me a driver's license. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I have to get on the plane to Hawaii. I'll just keep my old one. Nope, you can't keep that one either. And I'm like, you get out of my way. I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> Damn it. Did you go to Hawaii? I did. What was, what was the outcome of this? Well, I, we had to send in our old marriage certificate, prove that his name was spelled right, prove that I was me. Uh-huh. Dude. And we didn't even make the mistake. It was the person who made the mar- marriage certificate that spelled it wrong. Isn't it horrible that you have to prove you, you are who you yes. are when you're not even the person that made the mistake? Yeah, it's not it really Ella. happened. So go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted your review. So um, she's married to this guy and she has two children. He is a musician and not a very good one, has a drug problem, is a little wacky in the brain, thinks aliens are taking over the government and all of this. But it could be from his extensive drug use. You never know. But anyways, and he starts seeing other women and crap. And so I hate him. Yeah, he's a piece of work. And but he's just. I, I don't know. At this point, he doesn't really seem dangerous. Now, he has been abusive a couple of times, but not like extensively. Not that any abuse is okay. It's still all bad, but not to the point where the police have been called and stuff like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So he's never actually been charged or anything like that. So everything is still hearsay, quote unquote. <laughs> and, um, you know, they separate and everything and he gets remarried and he doesn't even tell Laura his old wife that he gets married to this chick named Amanda and when um she you know it comes to light he's like I wasn't even married to you anyways you're just the mother of my <gasps> children I mean Fuck he's an him. asshole he's just and so you know he's like mm. trying to like make Laura feel guilty tells her that she you know she's just white trash and all of this other shit and you know she's trying to be nice but because of his past history she starts documenting everything that he does i will murder him myself recording Jesus phone Christ. calls and everything else and so they're going through this custody battle and uh he like has a problem when she's supposed to have her weekly phone calls with the kids when he has them um, problems quote unquote yeah yeah, like she's like too much into his life because she wants to talk to her children once a week. I mean, it, it's just complete. Wait, why does he have the children? Well, when um, they first separated, he had he had more of a say over the medical care because one of the kids are born and they're really sick mm-hmm. and they need special care. And he was more, I think, financially respons- or financially able to get this child the care. So... When they very first separated, they decided that he would keep them during the week and she would get them on weekends. And that's what she's trying to change. Because now she's in a place where she can keep them all the time. So she went and took him to court for custody because she wants her kids back, basically. 
So, you know, so they're going through all of this and everything. And she's pretty much won the case. And she goes over to his house to pick the kids up, which she never does. And because, you know, there's supposed to be some kind of agreement on the custody. And that's the last time anybody ever sees her. God damn it. I was really hoping that this was going to go that he dies. Mm -mm. No. Damn. So, I mean, and this is a true, this is a nonfiction true crime. So this is something that actually happened. I'm so mad. Yeah. And so the um, half of the book is the leading up to the actual murder. And then the second half of the book is the court, the court case, because of course, you know, there's two court cases, there's his and there's Amanda's because both of them like have a part in her murder. What? Yeah. Holy crap. Alyssa's about ready to beat somebody up over here. I'm going to commit a murder. Just the freaking. Are they in jail? Please tell me they're in jail. Vonnie? Don't tell. Don't that tell. That tells the ending. You'll of ruin the it. It's true crime. It already happened. I'll tell you after she, the she'll podcast. She'll tell you later. I'll tell you after the podcast is over. Fine. But the object the of the game is for them to read the book. Circus <laughs> that you find out that happened during this murder is just freaking insane. You're reading this book going, Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, how? I mean. <laughs> If they like travel across the country, there's like backwoods, swamps, and the fuck, wild <laughs> pigs all involved in oh, this yeah, murder you plot. Got to, got to have some Florida? wild pigs, wild no, hogs. No, actually, it's not Florida. <laughs> it has to be Texas then. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they have wild hogs in Texas. They do have wild Hotelinas. hogs in Texas because yep, they keep I lived getting there. into Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But yep. It's not all Texas. I'll just have to say because they don't live in Texas. Mm. But some of it is in Texas. Oh, lovely. It was a ride. Out of all of the true crime books I've read in the past month, this has to be one of my favorites. Because it was just so fucking crazy. Oh, the shit that happened in this book. I'm like going, are you kidding? My divorce wasn't exactly pretty. And I could relate to a little of the stuff, but I never in a hundred years thought that my ex-husband was going to freaking murder me. Yikes. Well, that's positive. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dennis, for not murdering her. Thanks for not killing me. Appreciate that. <laughs> you are an asshole, but thanks for not killing me. <laughs> yeah. You're a major dick, but thanks for not. <laughs> but I never thought you'd kill me, so that's a point in your favor. <laughs> exactly. Damn. <laughs> it was it was well-written. The I listened to it on audio. The audio was good, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. I mean, just... The stuff that this guy does is just, you're just like, oh, my God. And the chick, too. You're like, I don't don't even know what to say. (laughs) Bobby is speechless. She's speechless. There's actually people in the world like this. Just don't understand. And again, that's called Bitter Remains by Diane Fanning. All right, Alyssa. You got to follow that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Going to have to take some deep breaths over there because you still look pissed off. I'm Would that still be considered? Off. Thank you. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, my book is also kind of ramping up to October in horror month. It was an accident. I read The Widow of Pale Harbor by Hester Fox. I reviewed one of her books at the beginning of the year. 
and I love her. Um, so I'm re- I was really excited for this one going in. Um, I would classify this as it's gothic. It's not horror, but it's definitely a gothic, and I love gothic stories. So um, this starts out in Maine. And it's in this tiny little town, and it's called Pale Harbor. <laughs> Soferina Carver is a widow. Her husband's dead, and he was very wealthy. And so she lives with a couple servants in this big, empty house up on the hill. And everyone in town strongly believes that she murdered her husband. Mm. Real strongly. She's a girl and with they, a reputation. And they kind of like, like, people liked him because he was... He spread his money around because back then it's kind of like the way towns popped up. It was kind of like the old feudal system in Europe where like there's this one very rich, very wealthy family. And then there was a town adjacent to their land and their money benefited the town Mm. a lot. And a lot of times these towns way back in history had popped up because those people had like worked that land. Yeah, He um, he's dead and it's been four years and even though it's been four years people are not letting it go they're like that woman murdered her husband and we hate her and so as a result she has become kind of agoraphobic she doesn't go to town she's very frightened to even pass the gates of mm. like the land that she lives on because so she does walmart delivery not pick up. <laughs> if they had walmart delivery in the mid 1800s she would be all over it. <laughs> Just like I am now. Um, but so some creepy things kind of start to happen on her land, which is starting to make it unsafe. So slowly but surely, several ravens keep popping up dead Ooh. on her land. Um, someone has started to leave notes on her porch, and she's not really sure um, who they're from, but they're all kind of vaguely threatening and also kind of poetic. And so things really start to kick off when a new minister comes to town and his name is Gabriel. And this is a big part of this book kind of describes transcendentalism, which was a religious movement in the mid 1800s. And if you know what transcendentalism is, good for you. It was another one of those. It was very like you can be religious by yourself. You don't have to go to church like it all Mm -hmm. comes Mm -hmm. from within. Okay. You. It was a very radical thought at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he is a new minister. He doesn't really want to be a minister, which is interesting because usually you need kind of like some kind of Calling. conviction <laughs> of any kind to be a minister. And so it turns out his wife died in childbirth. So he's a widower. Um, his wife died in childbirth. And what she had wanted <laughs> was for him to become a minister and become a voice of transcendentalism because that's what she really liked so his heart's not really in it very much Mm -hmm. um which can be obvious to people (laughs) i'm guessing (laughs) people sitting in the piece being like hmm he doesn't seem super (laughs) duper into this (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) weird he's just doing the motions he's really apathetic i think he's faking it (laughs) (laughs) yeah just a little bit um but when he comes to town he and so Farina, they kind of really like each other. Mm. Yeah. But so they start to kind of like be seen to get like people see them talking and stuff. And very suddenly 
the creepy things that are happening in her house immediately start to ramp up. So someone leaves a line of lit candles in front of her front door. The notes are getting more and more threatening, and eventually it leads to a murder. The interesting thing about this murder is that it directly references an Edgar Allan Poe story. Mm, Like the Telltale Heart, perhaps? That does come up. Mm. Because this is the mid-1800s, Edgar Allan Poe was still alive, so his stories are being published like as we speak like they're like this one came out two months ago Mm -hmm. things like that and so then another murder happens (gasps) and it references the mask of red death this someone's throat has been slit and someone painted Uh, the person's face with blood blood? which is not cool with the telltale heart she's uh, summoned with a note which is signed from Gabriel and he's like please meet me in the graveyard and she's like well that's weird but (laughs) fine Um, she was like well maybe like it's kind of getting to him that people see us because people keep telling him you know she murdered her husband right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so she thought maybe oh he just like wants some privacy or something and instead she finds on the grave of her dead husband a heart with his watch fob pressed into it holy shit and fun story he was buried with his watch fob <gasps> so how did that get out oh man yeah this book started to get really creepy really fast I was yeah, gonna say, like, this, this, sounds, shit. this sounds like something that that Ooh. really would be good for october you should have saved this shit yeah i didn't have anything else <laughs> <laughs> i started reading it and i was like fuck <laughs> I hadn't read anything else. It's oh, just gonna have to be for this okay. month. That's okay. It'll be a, it'll be good because people can read it in preparation. Yes. Yeah. This is the getting ready. Yeah. This is the getting ready book. Ramp it up. Because um, for people who love true horror, this is not true horror. It is a gothic, hmm. and yeah, so it's, it is gothic. This will be your ramp upward into yeah. October. It's kind of like when you turn on the you know the disco music when you're putting your makeup on, getting ready getting to go ready. out. Getting ready. Getting ready. I made it through the wilderness. Let's for love. So sorry. <laughs> different, different disco there. Sorry, mine wasn't really disco. I don't know any disco songs. <laughs> I guess I'm showing my age again. <laughs> mine was pure '80s. <laughs> anyway, she was hard for the money. There you go. I know that song. <laughs> No, I don't think that's take me either. home tonight. Um, Rest in peace, Eddie Money. <laughs> oh, uh, freak out! Oh, that so one. She, so she freak out. Is YMCA? Would we consider that disco? Y-M-C-A. It was the same era, 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 era. It was all right in there together. We're close, but no cigar. I think that's okay. Well, you can't tell by the way I move my walk. I'm a woman's man. No No time time to talk. talk. That's disco right there. There we go. (laughs) Yes! We did it. When you're putting your music makeup on. Back to my creepy ass book, people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) All right, sorry. Ramping up to Halloween. We always do this. I know. Um, So then there are more murders, and they're all Edgar Allan Poe themed, which I loved because I love Edgar Allan Poe. I was, and I guess I just didn't read the back copy on this book before I bought it because it's this isn't this isn't a spoiler. It's on the back cover of the book, people. Cool. (laughs) Um, 
It was a really great book. It was really spooky. It definitely had the gothic elements um, because I'm sure much to Martha's annoyance, romance is an element of gothic literature, mm-hmm. technically. Yes. <laughs> Which is why I kind of don't read gothic anymore. I read so much of it. I used to read a hell of a lot of it, though, when I was younger. And, um, I really liked gothic. This book was really good. I would even say the other book I read by her, um, her first book, was The Witch of Willow Hall. I think this one's even better. Ooh, cool. Not that The Witch of Willow Hall was in any way bad, because I love that one, too. I think you did that in uh, October last year. I think so. Mm. Or, like, November or something. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. So that was The Widow of Pale Harbor by Hester Fox. And it is not out yet, but it will come out on September 17th. Sweet! And it's my turn. It's your turn! It is! So I was at Full Circle Books Excellente. the other day, and I had just finished reading this book. And you know how I do this. I don't buy a book unless I loved it. Right. So you're looking at a first edition copy of the book I read this week. This is The Warehouse by Rob Hart. Excellent. <clears throat> it was It was the kind of book where I started reading it in the morning and I was done by night. Wow. Because I was so into it that I didn't want to do anything else. Tell it was, us it's more. A, okay, it's a dystopian Ew. book. You do like those. Yes, I do. I, I really and you do. drinking the whole, or I mean drinking it. <laughs> Reading the whole thing in one foul swoop is the reason why I one never... One foul swoop? One foul swoop. Fell swoop, honey. <laughs> fell. One fell. That's a new body as a... The foul foul swoop. That's what I thought it really was. <laughs> no, sweetie. Oh, I love it so much. It's so good. All right. So, have you ever ordered anything from Amazon? Literally all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm like the queen of Amazon Prime. I'll order two or three things, and then the next day I'll order one thing, and then I'll order three things. I'm terrible. We have I the really same take it. Problem. Yeah, I really take advantage <laughs> of it. This book looks at it, the inside of a company like that. Oh no! Only oh. it's like in the future, and this company has basically swallowed up all of the small businesses and. The outside world beyond the cloud, which is what it's called, is pretty much just decimated. Is this going to give Jeff Bezos ideas? God, I hope not. Oh, God. Because this was... This was literally... Through Amazon Prime. This was literally terrifying. Oh, no. It was terrifying. Mm. In fact, I almost considered reviewing this... (laughs) For October, because I really felt... Is it funny that we all did kind of October books? <laughs> we kind of did. I mean, well, this is not a traditional this horror novel. This is our novel. leftover from trying to find October it books. It yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, I, wanted, I didn't know this one was going to come in, so I was really pleasantly surprised that it did. But it it takes place... The, the very first part of it, you see these two different people applying to the cloud, and they kind of meet at the the test that they have to take to get in. Mm-hmm. Well, the one main character is, he's an inventor. And he had invented this thing. I can't remember if it was called the perfect egg or something like that. It's a kitchen gadget. And he ended up 
marketing it and the cloud basically kept charging, kept paying him less and less and less and less and demanding more and more and more from him. And he went out of business and they basically took his invention. Mm. So he's pissed off and he got, he wants to work there so that he can, you know, take revenge in some way. Mm-hmm. And then the other main character is a girl who you really don't know what her motives are. You really don't have any idea why. You just know it's something sketchy. Excellent. So they're kind of stick it to the man, you know, people. But the way they do this is they, they give you a test and then they place you where they want you. Mm-hmm. And you live inside the facility. Oh, pass. Mm. The whole everything goes on inside this facility. And that you have a little watch that you can get in or out of. It's your key to everything. And it's coded to you personally. And you have to use it to open any door, basically. And that's how they track you. So you can't go mm-hmm. anywhere without your watch. I don't like it. The, the girl, I can never remember these people's names. She has a really weird name, too. Hold on. Zinnia. That's a flower. Yeah. Zinnia is her name. Paxton. Those are such millennial names. Yeah, they are. (laughs) So Zinnia, we know that's not her real name, though. Oh, okay. She she chose that name. Mm Hmm. She doesn't really given name. She doesn't know. She we know Ah. that she's made it up. That's part of the thing in the beginning where we sort of hear her inner dialogue, and we know that's not her real name. Mm, Okay. (laughs) That name does not fit her at all either. She's not a delicate flower. She's like a kick-ass bitch. And I I really (laughs) love the character of Zinnia. So the first thing she starts doing is she orders these tapestries from the cloud, which of course is delivered right to your door because you're in the cloud. In the cloud. I don't like it. She puts these tapestries on the ceiling, using them to cover the hole she's digging in the ceiling. Because when she gets in there, she realizes she can't sneak around. She, she has to try to find a way to get out and do the nefarious shit she's planning on doing. I love a good tunnel. Yeah. So she's digging through the ceiling. She's got these tapestries and whatnot. And Excellent. the two of them, he wants to get a job in uh, packing, picking, you know, like, going to get the stuff and putting it for the orders or whatever. I can't remember. It's called picking, I think. He wants to get a job in that, and that's a red shirt. She gets a job doing that. Well, he used to be a prison guard, so even though he fucking hated being a prison guard and he doesn't want to do that kind of work, he gets placed in security. Uh, hmm. So he's not happy. And she's not happy because, you know, her job sucks. And... I'm telling you, after hearing her inner dialogue about what she has to do every day, all day long, because they wear these little trackers and the little tracker tells you um, how well you're doing, how fast you're picking. And and it like rates you on that constantly. So you can't stop for a break. It gives you a break like you have 15 minutes to pee and they ask you to work overtime voluntarily. And if you don't, you lose points. That's not It's just really horrible. It's like the worst. Think of the worst job you ever had and then put it in that context. It's just yeah. really terrifying. It's terrifying, I tell you. But you hear her inner m- monologue about 
the things she's getting off of the shelves. And it makes me think of all the things that I've ever ordered from Amazon. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my God, these poor people are going to fit my order. Get some magnetic eyelashes and get a, you know, because I did get those for my costume, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of some of the other dystopian novels I've read over time, but it really fit into our, like, this could be our future. Can I just say really mm. quick mm. that when I was a checker at Walmart, because I worked at Walmart part time, mm-hmm. um, there's a thing where it um, keeps track of how many items you scan mm-hmm. per minute. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, the more that you scan per minute, the better it is, yada, yada. And I was always trying to beat my time. Yep. And she was so. like that, too. She was like, oh, I have to get in the green. I have to get in the green because it would it would basically. Yeah. Um, and that was her goal to You're try like to constantly beat it constantly with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Except for if you do poorly, then you get into trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't get in yeah. trouble. Like, I mean, they couldn't because you. But some of the stuff you find you out about this it. place is horrifying. It's horrifying. After I finished reading it, I found out that they have already optioned it for um, adaptation. Yeah, I bet they have. Yeah. Hmm. It was a creepy book, guys. It might not be the best book for everybody, but it was highly entertaining. (coughs) And it really made me think. And those two things, plus it was fairly well written. It did have a lot of plot holes. There were plot holes in it, obviously. But I was able to let that go because I was so entertained by it. Well, it's there's so much online buying nowadays. It really was relatable. Whatever you buy, somebody has to take that off a shelf, put it in a box... Yep. And ship it to you. Yep. Even when you do your your Walmart order online, somebody is going yep. out and picking those off the shelf so that you're ready for pickup or delivery. Yep. So I mean, that was a, it. Was a good book. It really was, and it made me think. Of course, mm-hmm. I still ordered some stuff from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's not how Amazon works right now. We not that we know of. Yeah, that we know of. Well, I there's I a, know those pickers have got to be. Oh, God. I, I, know, I don't know. I don't have, know that much about. We have it, laws in place that that can happen. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, if you're looking for a good dystopian book that could come true, this one is it, folks. It was called The Warehouse by Rob Hart. Awesome. All right. Excellent. So let's talk about our books that we're going to do at the live event because we want people to be able to participate. Speaking of participation, um, you can also dress up. Yes, with we us are going to because I talked to Full Circle and they're like, "Sure, let's do costumes." So yeah, we're going to yeah. dress up. We are. What are you going to be, Vani? I'm going to be Pennywise. What are you going to be, Martha? <laughs> I'm going to be Galadriel from the Lord of the Rings. What are you going to be, Alyssa? I'm going to be Medusa. <gasps> I don't know what Kayla's going to be yet. Like she hasn't snakes. told us, but we know that Jessica's going to be Miss Frizzle from the um, Magic School Bus. Yes. So they're all book related. Uh, so far, this is the first time we don't that know I've what ever Kayla's going to do and not been a cartoon character. I just have to say, cool, that's impressive. I'm like grown up. I have a grown up costume. Well, maybe <laughs> I haven't okay. bought it yet. So let's talk about the books. So books. So we posted earlier um, that maybe you want to guess who's reading what book. 
So I'm not going to tell you Yay! who's reviewing what. But so the books that we are reviewing for our live event on October 12th at Full Circle Bookstore are In the Valley of the Sun by Andy Davidson, A Guide for Murdered Children by Sarah Sparrow, Little Darlings by Melanie Golding, The Monk by Matthew Lewis, and The Shining by Stephen King. I don't think they'll be able to guess. You don't think so? I really don't know because it's all over the place. Um, I think they can guess mine. Yeah, there's a couple that are pretty. I think there are a couple that like it could be one or the other person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there true. are. Yeah. So October 12th is the live event at Full Circle Bookstore. You can get your costume ready and join us for the fun. We've got a bunch of tourists coming up from Texas. Mm-hmm. It starts yep. at 7 p.m. And we would love to have you come from wherever you are and join us for our very fun night. I'm sure we'll have some giveaways. We yep. always do. Yep. We'll have giveaways. We'll have a party afterwards somewhere. We usually do. There's always an after yeah, party. Usually. I'll try not to get so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to get out of here, no guys. No promises. No promises. <laughs> you can also catch us at the <gasps> book festival. Oh, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> The, the book, book festival, festival next this week. The Oklahoma Book Festival down in the Boathouse District. September 21st. Yes. It's a Saturday. We're going to be around most of the day. I don't know where we're going to be yet. They're just going to put us somewhere and we're going to hang out. We'll post on social media and let you know where we are. We'll probably take a picture when we get there so you can come find us. And uh, we're hoping to do a few interviews with some people and... Get some books signed and listen to some authors speak. Come join us. It'll be such fun. Yeah. It'll be great. Great fun. It's almost 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. We have to go eat some food and drink some wine. And on that note, that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.